This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Today is the second Sunday, the 13th day of the month of December. We have much to be praising and thanking God for. Truly, God has been with each one of us. But let us not forget, we're living in troubled times. Sin is everywhere. Sickness is everywhere. Heartache is everywhere. Pain is everywhere. That's why I say, my friends, that we must continue to have God in our lives and recognize that God will never, ever leave us alone. Oh, yes, my friends, the enemy will come and afflict our bodies. The enemy will come and disturb our minds. But in the midst of it all, God is still in charge. Heartaches, hurt, and pain is a part of this life. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy is going to come in the morning. That's why, my friends, we must learn to love one another, care for one another, because all that's in this world is temporary. There is something better on the other side. We don't understand, and we really don't know what it's all about. But God is still God, and he's still powerful enough to allow us to have his spirit around us to comfort us in our times of bereavement and our times of trouble. God will comfort us. Yes, he will, my friends. Today's message, there's corn in the city. It is something that we should recognize. When the enemy come to try to devour our spirits, to make us become depressed, there's still corn in the city. The message of today. Be blessed. AM 1570, WBGX Harvey, Chicago. Greetings, my friends and family. I greet you in the name of the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This is your radio pastor, W.T. Pittman, with your word for today. We're also streaming on the World Wide Web at www.gospel1570.com. Come on, put your hands together.
with me to the first book of the Bible, which is recorded, the book of Genesis. And we're going to read the first three verses of Genesis, the 42nd chapter, and the first through the third verses. When you have it, would you say amen? 42nd. 42nd chapter of Genesis and the first three verses. And we ask that everyone can stand to be obedient to the word of God. And we're going to read that in unison. Read. Now when Jacob saw that there was corn in Egypt, Jacob said unto his sons, Why did he look one upon another? And he said, Behold, I have heard that there is corn in Egypt. Get ye down thither and buy for up from thence, that we may live and not die. And Joseph's ten brethren went down to buy corn in Egypt. And we're just going to use for a subject briefly there's corn in the city. All right. Okay. There is corn in the city. The symbolism of the scripture today is knowing that we're living in times now where there is much, much travail and there is famine in the land. But I often make the statement that we as believers of God, we do not live by the standards of the world. For we as believers of God, we must understand that our help does not come from no earthly situation. Earthly situations only give us a mind, just a, 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 a limited amount of help. But as believers, we know that even when the world failed us, God is still there. But we often say, make the statement, and we say, there is no failure in God. So my sisters and my brothers, today we must put our trust in God because if we put our trust in God, knowing that God is able to make a way out of no way, that simply means that when we run into problems in life, we know that God has our back. Are you listening to me today? And unfortunately, we're living in uh, what is called a recession. But the world is living in a recession. But we as children of God, we're living in progression. Come on, come on. Do I have any help here today? When the world say die, God say live. When the world is going down, God say come up. When the world say it's bad, God say it's good. But simply that only let us know that we as believers, we got to understand there's a bomb in Gilead. We have to understand that God has a ram in the bush. 
Well, I'm only saying that regardless of the system of the world, we got to know there's corn in the city. Well, what it only means that when you say preacher, are you talking about corn? No, no, the symbolism here is that the corn in the city only means that there is food in the oven, there is food in the cabinet that is kept beyond the mind of humans that God has a supernatural ability to put food on your table even when you don't have money in your pocket. God didn't bring you this far to leave you now. When, when, when they give you my sisters and my brothers, they give you the pink slip. God say, don't worry because see, I'm going to tell y'all something. Sometimes one door at the close for another door to open and the door that it open is better than the door do I have any faith over here? I know that God will take care of his own. And then, then y'all must understand that when you put your trust in God, you cannot allow yourself to be bitter when you're going through. Sometimes Every now and then, you ought to look back and say, my soul is wondering how I made it over. Yeah. Well, well, that only means that God will make a way out of no way. Yeah. But that's why I get so excited, preacher, when I come out to the church house and, you know, when I come around other folk and when I come around folk that been through something. But in order Listen. 
nothing but peas and beans. But you still got something to thank God for. Because you see, if you just be faithful over just a few things, all you're doing is just saying, God, I thank you for what you already got. And all that means that God will open up a bigger door if you just be faithful for what he already done. Oh, yes. God is good. They got in the praying and choir in the church and they asked the question, and they said, when is God good? And somebody hollered out loud, he's good all the time. Oh, I would serve a part-time God. I would serve a God when, 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 when I'm off in another city, when I'm off in another neighborhood, when I'm off on the other side of town, I still can pray and say, God, have mercy. When, when, when I'm down on my knees, when I'm on a stretching out on my back, I can still say, Lord, have mercy. When it seems like everybody's going to turn their backs on me, I can still say, Lord, have mercy. Because God let me know that there's corn in the city. When you got corn in the city, you ain't going to worry about folk that turn their backs on you. Because God said he will supply all your needs. How many of y'all have God supplied your needs? When it seemed like you couldn't make it, God, he was right there. Oh, I wish I had witnesses here that know there is no doubt in my mind there is corn in the city. Oh, listen here. When I start lifting my hand, sometimes I've been just walking on by myself. Folks might look at me strange and look and say, what's wrong with him? But I lift up my hand and say, Lord, I thank you. Yeah. Why are you thanking me? I don't live on the hill. I don't drive a best car. But what I have, I still say, Lord, I thank you. Because all I'm doing is just appreciate what God has already done. You ought to get excited because God will never leave you alone. How many know God will never leave you alone? All you need to do is put your trust in him. Don't put your trust in other folk. Other folk will let you down. But God will never let you down. God will never bring you this far and leave you. See, that's why as I move along here, as I heard along, I think about how God in our text here, how this boy named Joseph. Well, we know that the story about Joseph, the boy that had the coat with many coats. Well, uh, you see, I'm going to tell y'all something. When God got his hand on you, you don't understand why you go through stuff. But God is setting you up to be a blessing. And I believe that God bless you that you can bless somebody else. Many of us, we we were living better than we ever lived. But we got to get out of that selfish spirit. But when God gives you two coats, if your sister or your brother don't have one coat, you ought to be able to share what you have. Because when you share with somebody else, God will begin to bless you even the more. So let's look here at Joseph. Well, this young man, 
He was the youngest at that time in his daddy's house. Mm -hmm. And you see, it's a terrible thing to have jealousy in the family. And I found out jealousy would destroy you. Jealousy would make you mad. Jealousy would pull you down. But it's a terrible thing to be jealous. Because you see, what God has for you is for you. Because you see, when other folk are blessed, I lift my hand and say, Lord, thank you for blessing my sister, blessing my brother, because I ain't worthy to. I'm not in competition with nobody. Because I know God got a blessing with Pippin's name on it. Do you hear me today? So they, uh, they brought uh, Joseph, uh, he was sold by the Midianites and within the Ishmaelites. So then he was brought, he was a young teenage boy. The scripture says he was around the age of 17. So he was brought into part of his house. And, and you see, oh, look how God is beginning to work up. You see, as he was there, there was temptation in the house. There was trouble in the house. You see, when you are handsome, when you're good looking, Male or female, folk is out here. I know I'm talking about somebody. If you're a good looking woman, you, somebody's out here. If you're a handsome man, somebody out So, So part of his wife looked at him and said, Well, this boy's young, good looking. So, so she, she, I could just see in my spiritual mind, she was looking at this young boy. Uh, she said, well, uh, I wonder, do I have a chance? Uh-huh. Well, you see, you see, the devil is busy too. You see, you see uh, God wants you to live a chaste life. So he, he, here we see this boy, that the woman tried everything I can imagine. She came in putting on Chanel number five. I imagine she came in and put on her best outfit. I'm breaking it down for y'all. Y'all know where I'm going with that. She did everything she thought to tip him. And we know a lot of times some of us yield to temptation. So, so then here, the boy, she said, I done tried everything to get this boy to lay with me. So then she just, uh, she grabbed him. And then as he began to be grabbed, sometimes you got to run from some stuff. You got to run to protect your dignity. It's nothing wrong with running from stuff. Some of these husbands need to run home to their wives. Well, I heard right. And get to me, amen. Right. Then you won't be in divorce court. Amen. Uh-huh. Some of these wives need to run home to their husbands. Because the grass don't always look good on the other side. All right. But I'm going to tell you something. The grass on the other side can turn to weeds. So you better make sure you're doing what you're supposed to do. So, yeah, we see the young boys, I heard them all, he uh, was put into prison. And watch how God is working. 
prison took favor to him, and there was a baker, and there was a butler in prison with him. So, Joseph was a dreamer. And I do believe when you are communicating with God like he's supposed to communicate with God, God will give you visions and give you dreams. Am I talking to somebody? So then the, the butler uh, had a dream, and the butler and the baker had a dream, and the dreams, well, uh, the, after the butler had heard the dream, uh, it was sounding so good, the butler said, tell me something. The baker said, tell me something. But uh, his dream didn't come out like he wanted to come out. So then it went on, the story goes, it went on and went on, and then they had passed and then a uh, Pharaoh had a dream and then uh, because at this point uh, the baker had already had his head amputated. Did you hear what I'm saying? So the butler remembered say I was in the prison with a young man and he told me all about myself and so on and it went on as the story goes that Pharaoh called Joseph and Joseph gave Pharaoh his dream. But during this particular time that there was famine in the land, but uh, God was still working in the plan. So that then what happened is that God took a bad situation and made it into a good situation. Because God worked through people. So then he took uh, Joseph and made him the governor of the land. So we see here in this lesson that uh, there was so much famine spread out near, far and near. But look at God. God set, set up Joseph to be a blessing to his household. So then uh, you see, it's said in our text lesson here that there is corn in Egypt. Jacob said, well, boys, go down, down to Egypt because we need to have some food in our household. And the only place that we can go, that we know we can go to the storehouse is down in Egypt. Yeah. But I want to let you know, my friend, today you ought to go down in prayer and say, Lord, give me a breakthrough. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Say, Lord, I need you to feed me because I'm hungry right now. Well, can I get a witness today? Somebody lift your hands down. God will feed me yes, when I'm hungry because yeah. there's corn in the city. Yeah. And when I take corn into the city, there's blessings in the city. Yeah, yeah. And you ought to give God just 
has been a non-sponsored broadcast. And if this broadcast has been a blessing to you, we ask that you will sow into this ministry. You may contact us at P.O. Box 23301, Chicago, Illinois 623. Also, if you choose to email us, you can email us at ptw47 at yahoo.com. Thank you for listening, and may God continually keep you in his care with all of his blessings. There are times when adversity seems to 